Well, good morning. How is everybody this morning? Okay, I thought I was going to have another song while the ushers were putting, <laughs> doing the offering, but that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. That's, that's, this is what happens when the senior pastor is not here. So speaking of the senior pastors not being here, as normal when I come up and preach, there's always something that I want you to do so we can go back and tell the senior pastor. All right? I'm going to wait on the, the ushers just a little bit. I can't say too much because my wife is one of them, so I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> just move, Holy Spirit, move. Continue to move, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the ushers. They are so beautiful and kind and lovely and wonderful. They do a great job at all times. Amen? All right, so Andy's not here. Chad is in control, so anything that goes wrong, blame. All right. Second thing, Andy's not here, so one of the things I like to do is make sure that we have something to tell him when he gets back. So everybody take their hand, hold them up, wave, and say, Spirit, move. Say it again. Say, Spirit, move. Say, Spirit, move. So when Andy get back next week, you can tell him, Andy, the Spirit, what? Amen. Give yourself a hand clap for that. Hallelujah. So we're moving out of Proverbs, the series in Proverbs, the tweet series, and I'm going to take you back one book to Psalms 91 today. It's a scripture that was introduced to me by my grandmother in a time when I was in a low state. But I want to read this to you and then we'll dive right into it. So the scripture says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler sneer and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at the midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you make the most high, if you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Then you will lift, he, they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him, I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. 
I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So in this passage, the psalm, psalmist, who some believe who was David, finds that the Lord assures us, one, he's God, but he assures us God's protection in the first two verses. Then you will find that there are ways that God protects us, and then you will see the invitation to receive God's protection. And then at the very end, the promise from the Lord, for he is protecting us. So in the very beginning, the assurance of God's protection, it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Dwells, abides, finds a home in and lives there. Shelter, hiding place, out of reach of enemies. The Most High, God himself, the Supreme God, is the highest exalted that we have. Rest, spend the night, care of, by God, shadow, protective, covering, an almighty, an all-powerful one. Dwell in the shelter of the Most High. Well, let's talk about what that means. Dwell. That means that there's something that we should be doing. If something should happen where we're dwelling in the Most High, that means that there's some things that we ought to do. So I'm not talking about you, and I'm not stepping on toes, but if your toes get stepped on, just pull them back in the shoe. All right? Amen? Just pull them back in the shoe. So when we talk about dwell, there's some things that we need to do. To order to dwell, that means that we need to know God for ourselves. Right? Y'all got to talk to me. If you don't, I'll be up here longer, right? You got to talk to me. So there's something that we have to do. So it's not just coming to church on Sunday. That's one good thing to do, to dwell in the house of the Lord. But there's some other things because you have to become and get into an intimate relationship with God. <clears throat> so that means coming to church on Sundays. That means finding a good Bible study. So you can understand God's word a little bit more so you can understand how you can dwell in the most high. Being in Bible study, getting involved, right? Talking about your testimony, letting people know who you are, what you are, and how God has done things for you. Oh, and also reading the Bible. The whole house got quiet. <laughs> reading the Bible, taking some time out of your busy day. And I know it's hard because I, too, struggle with that. Taking some time to go find that Bible that's that you place down on Sunday at a certain place and that you don't go back to, I'm only talking about me, that you don't go back to and pick up on next Sunday. Dust it off, open it up, and get familiar. Dwelling, that helps you with your dwell in God so that you can understand what his shelter really means. Because he's seeing that I'm going to wrap 
around you and give you my wings so I can provide the shelter so that you will not find yourself in a situation that I am protecting you. Then it goes on and says, I will say of the Lord that he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. My God in whom I trust, my refuge, my fortress. I will say of the Lord and I will tell the Lord and tell other people my personal testimony because he is God, the essence of my being, my personal, by experience, God, my refuge in a place of rest and security, my fortress of a stronghold and tower of defense, my God in whom I trust, fully confidence that I trust him. Amen? There are ways that God protects us. God delivers us from walking into traps, walking into situations that are not good for, for us. It always makes me laugh when I hear this statement. When somebody comes up to you and talking, something happened in their life. When I hear this one statement, it just sometimes cracks me up. When it goes, something told me that I shouldn't have gone this way or I shouldn't have gone that way. And I didn't listen to it, but something kept telling me over and over and over again. And they kept referring to the something. And every time they would say something, I would just say, God. Something told me, God. Something told me, God. And then finally they were like, what are you saying? I'm saying, God was telling you to not go that way. But as we talk about dwelling in God, in order for you to hear that something, in order for you to know who that something is, you got to spend time with God to know when he's the one talking to you. Amen? Boy, y'all looking at me like I done did something wrong up here today. But that's okay. We're going to keep going. And it says, God is like a mother bird protecting her baby bird who will wrap her wings around the child. No matter what's going, no matter what's trying to attack, the mother is covering. Even when the bird begins to fly, the mother is flying high and low to protect. And that's how God is with us. And our low moments He's walking with us. In our high moments, he's trying to cover us. Whatever the situation is, he's right there with us. If we begin to drift, he's trying to blow you back. And sometimes we don't understand the wind that's trying to blow us back. But that's God. Even when we get too high, he tries to bring us back down because he wants us to stay in a humble nature so that we can hear him, so that we can always be doing what he would call us to do, which is his will. Even when we're doing things that may seem to be unforgiving, he's still there for us. He's still talking to us. He still is getting ready to send his angels by the Lord, to 
to help us, to give us order, to give us protection, to let us know that he is faithful to us. The other thing that is always interesting to me that I, I chuckle with is when I hear people go, I don't know how I came through that. I got through that somehow, some way. And then after that, they'll go, well, the Lord must have been there. No, the Lord was there before you got there. And the Lord was there after you left. Because the Lord is still covering. He's always moving with you. He sees everything. He knows everything. And in this psalm, it talks about an invitation to receive God's protection. It simply says, if you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no evil will conquer you and no disaster will come near your home. No evil, get this, no evil will conquer and no disaster will come to your home if you make the most high your dwelling. What I love about that is that Sometimes we, and I'm speaking as a father now, sometimes we want to be the protector and want to be the conqueror and want to take it all on our shoulders. But if we just realize that right here, God's saying, all I'm asking you, Dwayne, is to dwell in me and I will be your refuge. I will help you conquer your issues and I will let no disaster come toward you. Just dwell in me. Dwell on the inside of me. Try to find me. Try to put yourself in my presence. Try to walk with me and hear me. Seek me. And what you will find is it's easy to seek God because all you have to do is call on him. And he's right there. God, here I am. Now don't be scared when he talk back. Because he will. Whether you believe it or not, God will talk back to you and he will be starting to guide your steps and put you in a position where you can be, where he wants you to be, not where you want to be, but where he needs you to be. Amen? So there's a promise in this psalm. And this is what I love about this psalm. This is what I love about my grandmother when she presented this psalm to me. I was in a state in a low place. And I didn't understand how this psalm was going to get me out of my low place because, one, I needed to spend more time with God. I needed to, to understand what it means to dwell in the house of the Lord. But, but those last three verses of the psalm is, is powerful. It's, it's very powerful because it says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The promise from God. Eight things there in those three verses, eight things that God is promising. One, I will rescue you, meaning that I will deliver, help you, guide you, and help you escape from whatever you need rescuing from. Two, 
I will protect you, meaning set you in a high place where nothing can reach you and bother you. Three, I will answer you. That's powerful. God is saying, I will answer you and respond to you and speak to you in your time of need. Now, the question is, will you be able to hear him when he begins to respond and speak to you? Because we have to put ourselves in his presence to hear him. We have to humble ourselves sometime to be able to walk with him and see him. Four, it says, I will be with you in trouble and take the distress away. I will be with you in trouble. Even in the times of trouble when you think that you're by yourself and things are happening very, very quickly and you know something's going wrong, God is saying, I will be with you in trouble. Call on me. Call on me. Five, it says, I will deliver you. He will be with you in the trouble. He will answer you in the trouble. If you call on him, then he will come back and rescue to bring you into safety. I will deliver you. He says, I will honor you to make you rich, strong, and heavy with my honor. And he said, I will also, with long life, I will satisfy you, meaning I will hear you. I will hear your cry. I will hear your petition. I will hear your call. In abundance, I will come and rescue you and be with you and walk with you in your journey. And then lastly, I will show you my salvation. I will let you see my deliverance. I will deliver you and give you deliverance and victory. This is the promise of God. So when my grandmother introduced this to me and I was in a state of, and you all know my story and and I praise God every day, um, a state of being sick and a state of getting ready to lose my leg in a state of um, in rehab and going through the process to be healed. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, Lord, I need you. But when you're in these rehab centers, I just want to give you a little bit of the testimony to bring this on home for you of why this psalm is so strong. Late at night in rehab, you hear the cries of the people who may have lost their leg or are having struggles with the rehabilitation, who can't move, who are uh, in a bed, and and they're telling them the next day they're going to amputate. And all these things are going on, room after room after room after room, two and three people in a room, and you you just hear this. And late at night at 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. in the morning, you begin to hear the cries, the murmurs. The sickness, you can smell it. Folks are calling out saying, why? I don't know how I'm going to make it. Deliver me, help me. And so I reached over and grabbed my Bible and turned to Psalms 91. And I pulled myself out of the bed and put myself in the wheelchair and begin to roll around 
the halls. And I could see the names of people on the door in the room. Bob, John, Jennifer, Greg, Shelly. And I would go to the end of the song. And I started with myself. And I would say, because Dwayne loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Dwayne. I will protect Dwayne, for Dwayne acknowledges my name. Dwayne will call on me, and I will answer Dwayne. I will be with Dwayne in trouble. I will deliver Dwayne and honor Dwayne with long life. I will satisfy Dwayne and show Dwayne my salvation. And I begin to have confidence in that. And then I begin to roll just a little bit faster. And I would see names on the door and I would say, because John loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue John. I will protect John for John acknowledges my name. John will call on me and John will answer. And I will answer John. I will be with John in trouble. I will deliver John. I will honor John with long life. I will satisfy John and so John my salvation. And I begin to go around and every name that I would see on the doors, I would put their name in the scripture. And by the time I got around to the second turn of the hallway, I would begin to hear something different. A calm started happening. The confidence of God's spirit begins to move because now we're putting names of his people in his scripture. So I want to go just a little bit more deep with you today because I want you to understand how powerful this scripture is. Justin, Kasai. Because what happens is when you're going through and your family is going through and things are happening, not only putting your name in the scripture, but you begin to put others' name in the Scripture. Oh, somebody ought to hear me now. You begin to put names like, because Natalie loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Natalie. I will protect Natalie, for Natalie acknowledges my name. Natalie will call on me, and I will answer Natalie. I will be with Natalie in trouble. I will deliver Natalie and honor Natalie. With long life, I will satisfy Natalie and show Natalie my salvation. See, sometimes we have to begin to put the loved ones in the song. Because Lydia loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Lydia. 
I will protect Lydia, for Lydia acknowledges my name. Lydia will call on me, and I will answer Lydia. I will be with Lydia in trouble. I will deliver Lydia. I will honor Lydia. With long life, I will satisfy Lydia and show Lydia my salvation. And see, sometimes you got to just go deeper and you have to say, because Hannah loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue Hannah. I will protect Hannah for Hannah acknowledges my name. Hannah will call on me. Hannah, I will answer Hannah. I will be with Hannah in trouble. I will deliver Hannah and honor Hannah with long life. I will satisfy Hannah and show Hannah my salvation. His protection, his promise, he wants to know who you are. And I've learned through my situation that those who pray for me, that I need to pray for them. And so because my mother, because Janice loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue Janice, and he has. I will protect Janice, and he did. For Janice acknowledges my name, she does. Janice will call on me, she always does that. And I will answer her, he's answered her time after time after time. I will be with Janice in trouble, oh yes, he was there in the troubled times. I will deliver her, yes, he brought her out. And I will honor Janice, he honors her every day of her life with her beautiful grandchildren and children. With long life, I will satisfy Janice. Yes, he has. And show Janice my salvation. So today I ask you, you have a card in your hand that the ushers have given you. And on that card, it has the last three scriptures, three verses of the scripture. And everywhere you see the blank, you put your name in. And you carry this with you. You fill it out. You recopy it. You put those names of people who you know who needs to have the protection of God in it. And you begin to call it out. You call their name and you say, because. So grab your card with me, if you have it. If you have it, raise it up. And right here, we're going to do something. We're going to do something that's very, very powerful, and we're going to do it together, and we're going to watch the movement of God. We're going to do it together. And where the blank is, you put your name. And we're going to do it all at one time. You say your name where the blank is. You ready? Because Dwayne loves me, says the Lord, I will, I will protect for 
turn it over. Dwayne will call on me, and I will answer Dwayne. Oh, I need to hear your name. I will be with and honor with long life. I will satisfy or shout your name. If you don't know nothing else, you know your name. And I will show my salvation. Because he knows our name. So as my grandmother begins to talk to me and walk me through this scripture and give me this powerful three verses. As I was coming out of my rehab, God rest her soul, she's gone and passed away. She happened to come to Atlanta one day and she said, baby, I'm going to give you something. She gave me some money and she said, look, when you come out of this, when you come out of this boot, when you, when you come out of this situation, when you off these crutches and when you're out of this boot and you can walk real good, I want you to take this money. And your grandmother, baby, wants you to buy some shoes. And so the day I tell you, I am wearing the shoes. And I bought them. 